Welcome to the As Is Sis podcast, a place for women of all sizes, shades, and imperfections. Our goal is to embrace the movement of perfectly made and as is, period. Our personal talks could get a bit deep, spicy, and real because our Lord and Creator meant us to be that way. Our purpose is to encourage all women to find the beauty beyond the skin while reflecting on our lives as is through discussions, funny stories, and serious topics. And just by clicking subscribe, you'll be welcomed into our sisterhood and help us redefine the idea of as is, sis. Now here's your as is host, Michaela. Welcome. It's great to have you back and tuning in. Last episode, we covered the why. It was short and sweet. And today, um, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. I shared that one day I was going to get into my testimony um, and provide some of the ins and outs of how we got here. And when I woke up this morning, the Lord said, today's the day you're going to do that. So coming much sooner in my podcast series than I was thinking, but I know that the Lord works uh, wonderfully in his timing. And so today I want to dive into my testimony, a little deeper of the why, um, why launched as is sis, and share some of the healing and, and walk that I went through to get here today. So with that, Let's start off with just a quick little prayer. Um, Lord, I ask that you just speak through these words today, that you just flow through me and that your words just hit hearts because we know that in your word and Revelations um, 12, 11, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. And that's what's so powerful is that the Lord uses our testimony, what we've been through, um, to to bring freedom and free people, free people. And so that's uh, what I hope will encourage you a little bit today. Um, So let's go ahead and dive in. My testimony for a long time would have been that I was saved as a young girl, I grew up in church, my granddad baptized me, but the truth of it is that it was much later in life that I really began to walk in relationship with the Lord and, and make him my um, my personal savior and best friend and the utter person I uh, depend and rely on instead of things of this world. And so I would say that it was really a young age that I struggled with body image issues. I have a twin brother and he is smart, he is athletic, he is good looking. And we went to a small private school where all of my friends, all of the girls in the class um, had crushes on him. And would often uh, use me to to get to him. And so I think that was one of the first things that sparked um, this insecurity is that, you know, they're they're choosing him over me. Um, my brother and I were both uh, husky little kids. And so our parents were, you know, trying to make sure that we were not eating too much. Um, and so we were just receiving all of these different messages from the world, 
um, good, bad, just that, you know, I really internalized and thought that I wasn't good enough just as I was. I wasn't worthy. I was too big. I was taking up too much space. And um, I think that's an experience that a lot of people face, um, that they just struggle with exactly uh, how they were designed and, and who they were made to be. And so later in life, I actually pretty early on, I would say, I just started to chase um, people's affirmations. I tried to be the funniest person in the room. I tried to be the hard, hardest working person in the room. I graduated um, in two and a half years from my undergrad. I was valid Victorian in high school. I have two master's degrees. I chase promotions. So always just trying to achieve to feel like I was enough. And then um, another avenue I would try to affirm um, my body image was just through relationships and seeking approval from men. Became really promiscuous pretty early on, uh, trying to get attention through pictures and um, and through and through sex, honestly. And so I kept chasing and trying to feel like this would make me beautiful. This would make me sexy. This would make me enough and I was compensating and truthfully this chase just kept me feeling um less and less fulfilled and it was pretty early um in my adulthood that I got engaged and my fiance at the time cheated on me and it really escalated and magnified all of those feelings of, of not being enough. And at the time, he was really obsessed with working out and had made some comments about me working out and the girls at the gym is who he was talking to. And so that just honestly created this really unhealthy view that I had of the gym as well, that I didn't want to um, find myself there. He should accept me just just how I am, right? But almost created this resentment towards being healthy. <laughs> and um, I just started spiraling, looking for attention from guys, drinking to numb the pain, um, lots of just unhealthy dynamics. And thankfully, through this breakup, um, I had doors open that the Lord just brought me out of where I was and moved me to Tampa. And that was a new opportunity to kind of just start fresh. I started a job, again, threw myself into work too much. But in that, um, felt the Lord speak to me that I had not been living in relationship the way that he calls us to live in relationship. And it was that time I decided, all right, the way that I'm living is not working. So I want to be abstinent. And it was about a year into that journey that something really hard happened and I was raped. And it took me a really long time to be able to name that for what it was. And it was just... um a place where I think I had hit rock bottom and didn't even know it. I was turning towards other comforts like food and alcohol and 
was just really um, in an unhealthy place. And later I figure out why I was doing that. And that's part of my healing journey. But before I get into that, um, I think that the Lord has just perfect people and perfect timing. And so at that time, he brought a guy into my life. And truthfully, it was a dumpster fire relationship. But what it did was it got me out of where I was. And um, I honestly went back to settling again. I settled for less than what I had wanted that I wanted a relationship and he just wanted to keep things casual. And again, I felt like, okay, that's all that I'm worthy of. But the Lord was working in this situation because eventually we started dating and we were fighting and I just said one day, I need to go to therapy. Maybe that will help me uh, have a better relationship with him. And what's cool about the Lord is that even when we're not pursuing him, he's pursuing us. And praise God for that. Uh, I reached out to my small group leader at the time and asked if she had any Christian counselors in, um, in mind. And just so happens that that week, that I had missed that was on mental health. And so they had a whole list of Christian therapists. And so what started out as me trying to uh, heal this relationship just ended up healing so many parts of my story. And I ended up getting out of that relationship, realizing that the Lord had better for me, that he wasn't going to be the man to help me walk in, in my faith and um, to just glorify God and everything that we that we do. And so in therapy, um, I started to be able to combat the lies, the lies that I was believing, that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't pretty, that I wasn't just perfectly designed. Um, and I, I combated it with scripture to to know that I am made in the Lord's image, that he makes no mistakes, that I am so cherished and precious to him that he has every hair on my head numbered. I am chosen. I am redeemed. And I'm perfect as is. And oh, wow, what um, what a way to combat the lies that the enemy throws at us. The lies that I believed as a young girl. And um, my therapist was able to help me um work through and admit what had happened to me that that I had been raped and she helped me work through and realize that oftentimes when we experience um trauma we find different ways uh to to seek control right and so i had been really struggling with with eating and losing weight and she helped me realize that that's because that was one of the things that i was holding on to control, right? When when your body's not in control and something traumatic happens like that, we grasp towards all the other things that that can control, that we can control. And um, so that allowed me to start giving myself grace and really turn to this, uh, I guess, concept, way of living that she introduced me to called intuitive eating. And my whole life had been about, you know, dieting and, and losing weight and really turning the narrative to listening to my body and what it says it needs um, and just trusting that um, I, I can nourish it and, and feed it and 
not focus on this diet mentality. And so I embarked into that journey and uh, God used that uh, so powerfully in my life. It's, it's why we are here today. And so I want to share um, intuitive eating resources throughout this journey, um, but also want to tie it into how As Is Sis was launched from that. It was one day that I was just praying like, Lord, I want you to start something new. I want you to um, create a new opportunity for me to um, pour my passions into something. And I was working through a chapter intuitive eating that week that was about accepting your body. And so I was like, okay, Lord, um, maybe this is what it's supposed to relate to. Maybe I'm supposed to be a body positivity influencer. And the Lord immediately said, nope, that's not it. Um, you already are working through, healing through the the validation that comes from social media. And so that's not it, but it's close. And so I said, okay, Lord, um, all right, I hear you. I agree with that. And that's when he just pressed on my heart and said, Makila, you've walked through so much healing to combat these lies. Um, and I want you to help other women do that. I want you to help other women realize that they are made in my image, that they are perfect as is, and that um, I want you to help them see themselves in the mirror the way that I see them. And that just, that was it. And I knew right in that moment that this vision was from the Lord and that's what I was to do and to just encourage women that it's it's both sides of it, right? We're perfect as is, but that doesn't mean that we don't take care of our bodies. Our bodies are temples and part of loving God is loving our bodies. He's our creator. He designed us, right? And so that's part of intuitive eating as well is let me honor my body and what it needs and um, just was the first uh step in in knowing, okay, this is what brought me healing and this is going to bring other women healing as well. So to wrap up um, a bit of my testimony, I would just say that the Lord, he is such a redeemer. He He uses every part of our story for for his glory and, and the brokenness that I experienced, the trauma, the, the heartbreak, um, it doesn't, it doesn't go to waste with him. Um, I can stand here today and say that I, I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't take any of it back. That what the Lord could have um, let harden my heart um, really just grew my heart and empathy for other women, for loving his, his children, his daughters. And I, I stand here today and I, I praise him for healing those broken parts of my story that um, he is just so faithful to to re- redeem and, and heal us and set us free. And so I want to encourage you today and, and just remind you that it doesn't matter what you do, what you've done, what you haven't done. There is nothing that can make the Lord love you any more or any less than he already does today. Wow, just how freeing and just encouraging that is um, that I can let go of 
any shame from my past because, you know, the shame is not from the Lord. That is from the enemy to keep us in our same unhealthy patterns. And there's no condemnation in Christ. And he loves you so much. He just wants you to press into him, into his healing, into his uh, freedom that comes from salvation and from knowing and believing and accepting him as your personal savior. And so, oh, sis, I hope that um, you are able to to press into that today um and just walk in that in that healing um so with that i want to share some other resources and things that i believe helped me and and can help you start to walk in a way that's really loving your body and loving yourself as is one of the areas uh, I would say is therapy. I, I speak to how it healed me um, and helped me walk through my parts of my testimony. And I still do therapy today. I don't think I will ever stop because there's just so much that I learn and, and newer heights that I can reach through uh, through therapy. And so, man, if this is your first time considering it, oh, sis, I want to encourage you get into therapy. A Christian therapist is so powerful. I, I think that was huge in walking and healing because I was able to use scripture to combat those lies. And another thing that my therapist introduced me to was a love letter, a love letter that I wrote to my body, to myself and I actually want to read you that today. And, and truthfully, if I were to write it again today, which I probably should, it would look a lot different. Um, but hopefully it will encourage you to to give it a give it a swirl and um go ahead and write yourself that love letter that you need. Hey you, yes, that's right, you. I'm sorry for all I've said and done and thought. And the way I've made you feel. I'm sorry for all the pictures I cropped you out of. For all the ways I tried to hide you. The ways I compared you. Wished you away. And tried to change you. I'm so sorry for the way I've let you believe that the world says is the right size. I'm sorry that I put all this pressure on you. I'm sorry I didn't let you show up as you are. I'm so sorry for all I did to try to make you feel beautiful. I'm sorry for all the guilt and shame I've put on you. It's time I express my gratitude for all you do and will continue to do for me. Thank you. Thank you for the places you've taken me. These legs have paddled across Costa Rica, swam in Italy, ran marathons across the Midwest, taking you ziplining in Belize, horseback riding in Honduras, hiking through Austria, sailing in beautiful waters, dancing in Barcelona. These arms have carried babies in Haiti, hugged kiddos in Colorado, made meals for the homeless in Chicago, played with kitties, threw tennis balls to all the dogs, and embraced strangers. This body has taken you kayaking, surfing, paddleboarding, softball swinging, all conference, and moved you across the country. This body has helped loved ones, cared for strangers, gotten you through pain and hurt and all kinds of things a body shouldn't have to endure. This body has let you stay up late studying, pursuing a bachelor's degree, two master's degrees, a profession you love. But even if you hadn't done a single one of those things, you've let me be here. So thank you. 
And so for that, I will end this love letter with a promise, a promise to love you better, to tell you how beautiful and wonderfully made you are. I promise to appreciate you better, to talk kinder to you, to see you through new eyes. I promise not to hide you. I promise to nourish you, to challenge you, but most of all, to love and appreciate you. Psalms 139, 13-16 You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, and I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. What a verse. I will leave you with some words that inspired me to write this. The love letter that I read that just sparked this curiosity to write a love letter and go through this, this healing journey. And so dear everything, dear body, dear self, dear cells that are more countless than the stars in the sky, who give flesh and bone to my soul, I love you. Even now, while I'm sad, while I'm sitting here judging you, hating you, being disappointed by you, know that I finally realized it isn't you, it's me. Love me. Ooh, that is just um, powerful to read back too because I think there's so many other parts that I would add to this that I, even in this letter, I was going back to all the things that that I've done that I could do that make me feel like I'm enough. And I know that it's none of that, that I am worthy, that I am enough because of the daughter uh, that I am, for the woman that I am, for the way that the Lord has created me. And he is the one that makes me worthy. And if sending his son to die, the ultimate price for, for me and for you, doesn't uh, help me see my worth, then I don't know what does. But, um, oh my goodness. I, I hope that that sparks some curiosity for, for you to, to dive in, to write a love letter. Um, and, and the other parts um, of my healing, like I said, is really through combating the lies that I believe through scripture. And I think this is such a powerful tool that we can do in any area of our life. But for as is cis, you know, really relates to our, our body image, to being made in his image, to being a temple. And so that verse that I read to you, Psalms 139, is just an integral part of our messaging and, and what we're sharing for as is cis. And I'm so excited for all the Lord is is doing and working through in next steps. And I'm excited. I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but want to share and get you all excited that one of the things that's coming is a journal with 100 verses that speak to the, the truth of who we are and our worth in Christ and treating our body like temples um, that can help you just start to journal and work through and and just create patterns that you're rewriting those narratives of those lies that you've believed. And so, oh, I'm so excited to get this printed. Um, we have all of our verses and we're getting so close. And so that doesn't have to stop you in the meantime. D- dive in, dig into his word and 
Um, start to remind yourself of the truth of who he's made you to be. And if you're on Instagram, give us a follow because we're posting verses and encouragement, devotionals, worship music that will help you combat those lies as well. And we're just excited to build this sisterhood of women to bring y'all together and, and just help encourage and, and spread the message that we are made perfect as is. And it's not because of anything we've done or how we look, but because of the creator who designed us perfectly and who makes no mistakes that formed us for a purpose. And so I um, would love for you to uh, give us a follow and help us spread that message. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I'm excited um, for what's next and I hope you'll tune in with us next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of As Is, Sis. We really hope you found some inspiration through our meaningful talks and honest words of wisdom, joy, hope, and reality. It's okay to subscribe because you're welcome here in our sisterhood where we embrace the real and perfect you, period. And for more information, head over to as-is-sis.com and find your beauty beyond your skin because that's how our Lord and Creator meant us to be. We'll be here next time.